This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. I love Felix Sabatis. I told Felix, I said, you firing me happened 20 years ago. You know what I mean? I don't hold any grudge. You define me. I am you. Yeah, it was part of your experience. You made me a yeah. different. You made me save money because yeah. when you fired me, I'm like, oh crap. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you made me save money. Yeah, you made me save money. Welcome to Kelly Earnhardt Miller's Fast Lane Family, presented by Wella Professionals, salon care products that you can experience with your senses. Get high performance you can see, touch, and sense. Welcome to Fast Lane Family. All right, we're gonna try to keep control of this show today. Never. But, oh, don't talk too soon. Guess who's back in the house? It's Kenny Wallace. So Kenny said he was going to join us again, and we're excited to have him back. And don't forget, later in the show, we will have our Wella Professional Tip of the Week. So let's get started. So, Kenny, coming up this weekend, retirement yes. time in Iowa. Not really retirement, I guess, in general retirement, right? Yeah. I mean, you're still going to do some racing, but just not NASCAR right. racing. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about that. What's well, happening? I... Uh, I said that I'm retiring from driving a NASCAR race car. And uh, the reason is, you know, you find time somewhere in in your personal life to think, you know. And uh, there were just all these reasons. I thought, man, I'm going to be 52 years old, August uh, 23rd. 28th. 28th. That's why we get along so good. (laughs) You're on the cusp right there at 23rd of your Virgo. I'm Virgo. Virgo. Right. And I think it's like 23rd is the... Everybody tries to tell me I'm Leo, yeah. but but I'm but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> My mom figured that out right away. You're you're Virgo, <laughs> but you know there's just I, it, it's kind of funny. I don't know how to explain it to people, but to say this in everybody's life, you you become resolute in a decision where you go, this is right. It, it's kind of crazy. You know, I didn't start thinking about it. You know, it's not like a year ago I was like thinking planned, about it. right? No, it was like no lie, like maybe. A month and a half ago. I mean, I didn't even think about the word retirement or saying. But, you know, there were so many reasons that I said, you know what? I've got to tell everybody I'm done racing a NASCAR race car. You know, and I've been very clear about that. Uh, just a NASCAR race car. Yes. So I'm excited to, uh, you know, run my dirt car. And uh, it gives me the com- competitive uh, juices, I guess. Is that what we're looking for? Uh, that word. I just get excited. It fulfills that competitive that that racers need i guess man i love it It, it, and it's hard i mean it's very competitive i don't win nowhere near as much as i want so it's very tough and uh fox sports has been good to me so yeah that's it yeah my last race iowa so 26 years of doing this 905 starts Mm -hmm. what stands out for you in your career uh you know i think you know definitely all nine Xfinity wins. You know, it's kind of funny when you say that. Everybody has their own <laughs> excitement, you know, that, that uh, you know. Everybody has what makes them tick. Yeah, you know, I, you know I surround What they're my, most proud of. Yeah, I surround myself with such great personalities, you know, whether it's your brother, Dale Jr., or whether it's uh, Kyle Busch, or, you know, whether it's Jack Ingram or Sam Ard. And these guys have got like 50 you know, Xfinity wins, and here I am with my little old nine. But you know what happens? What I think what puts me back down to earth is I'll go back to my hometown of St. Louis, and I'll be around my high school friends. To them, I'm a hero because uh, I went NASCAR, yeah, and and I won one Xfinity race. And uh, my my local heroes that that win a hundred dirt races, they say that winning one Xfinity race is equal to a hundred 
short track races. And, and I try to keep that in mind that, you know, nine Xfinity wins to me is a little embarrassing, but to 99.5% of the racers, it's a big deal. So I think those nine Xfinity races, they stand out. Yeah. And, you know, there was, the, you know, there's a handful of them that are really exciting. You know, the Richmond night race in 94, uh, I think we had two cautions. I looked in the mirror, and there was your dad, <laughs> the black number three. I'm like, oh, no. Then the caution comes out again, and your dad went to third, and I looked up, and there's Mark Martin behind me. I'm like, oh, no, again. Yeah, because he was a bad, oh, bad. pass in yeah. <laughs> that time. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that's, that's the one race that, you know, if I was to look at any race I won in NASCAR, that that's the night. Yeah, uh, when you beat that. the best, that's what they always say, right? You Man, beat the oh, best uh, of the best. That, I mean, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. right. That's it. Yeah. 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 Well, I like your perspective on that because, you know, it's so hard to get to this level. And there's 43 or, you know, not even in the trucks that many. But those spots are hard to attain. And yeah. to be able to say that you did that, like you said, from your from people in St. Louis to uh, compare that their dirt wins to get to that level, it's no different than a high school basketball player making it to the NBA. Right. You, know, you aspire to to achieve that level, no matter then what you do at that level. You know. Yeah. So, you know. And that in itself, I think, is just huge to get to that level. Yeah. You know, I think every step you need to act like you belong there. Yep. But uh, the reality of it is, is that in my opinion. That, uh, you know, I live within 20 miles of you, Kelly, and, and they call them the greatest race car drivers to ever live. It's called NASCAR. <laughs> and, and so so we all live around each other. Mm-hmm. So in reality, this is our short track. Yeah. So when we go to a NASCAR race, it's like, uh, oh, he, he won Darlington. You know, so if you don't win a lot in NASCAR, yeah, you're not, it, uh, it's kind of a bummer. But when you go, like I say, when you go back home, it's like, oh, my God, you're NASCAR. Yeah, right. So so we surround <laughs> ourselves only with NASCAR, and that's the way we judge our self-worth yeah. is yeah. off of NASCAR. But it's bigger than that. Yeah, it's bigger than it that. It is bigger it, than it's that. It's bigger than that. So yeah. my point is, is uh, I have the best in the world tell me that winning one of anything, one truck race, one Xfinity race, and my Lord, yes, won the cup race is bigger than big. So yeah. I'll, I'll believe them because they have more perspective in reality than I do. Yeah. How did the Gibbs thing come about for this last race in the 20 car? I mean, they've won quite a bit this year. <laughs> you know, first of all, I want to say this. Uh, that's a great question because so many people, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna de-bullet. What in the world is the Joe Gibbs racing team asking Kenny Wallace <laughs> to drive their car for? It, it's all about money, and yeah. you know that. Well, I, yeah, I'm thinking I wasn't looking at it that way at all because I'm thinking I know Kenny Wallace had a plan, and he went to Joe Gibbs racing right. and presented this plan, right? Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I, I, I love you, and I admire you, and, and I know that if some young kid came here with $6 million, you'd listen to him. Yes, we would. For junior motorsports. And, you know, you, you'd make sure he's – he can run, and yep. but we started talking at Joe Gibbs Racing with Steve D'Souza about two years ago, and I told Steve, I said, Steve, I came with you to six million dollars. Would you let me run for the championship? And he and we talked a little more. And he says, Let me get back to you. It was really funny. They go through this procedure, and uh, he called me back and he says, I talked to Joe. Uh, I talked to you know everybody at Joe Gibbs Racing, and uh, we like you. Uh, we think you're a good driver. And uh, they said that I fulfilled all these requirements that, yes, they would they would run me for a championship. And that struck me so odd that uh, that they won't take your money. They got to make sure you fulfill all those requirements 
to where you don't embarrass them. And, yeah, you know, I never thought about that. Most teams just take your damn money. Yeah, so we you, operate much like Gibbs. I mean, right. you've got to go through this. Yeah, it can't just be about the money. Right. Nothing that we've ever done is just about the money. And that's the way it started yep. two years ago. Yep. Uh, I had a sponsor, you know, that was thinking about it. And um, so, anyway, um, I said, hey, uh, you know, a year later or so, Robbie Benton, who's a dear friend mm-hmm. of mine, R.A.B., Robbie was going to start running some cup races early this year. And I said, hey, you know, Robbie looks like he's kind of, you know, folding his tent with the Xfinity. And I don't know if, you know, he's going to have any of that available because he's going to try to go to cup. We we need to look around. Maybe we should talk to Joe Gibbs, just see if that's available. And that's how it happened. And I'm going to tell you what, the people at U.S. Settler, they're awesome. They literally communicated with Steve D'Souza one-on-one, not me. And U.S. Cellular put the the deal together for me. Of course, I was involved. Yeah. But, uh, and then when they put it together, it was going to be for both races. And then uh, Kyle Busch got in that wreck at Daytona, mm-hmm. and it, it changed the situation. So that's how it all happened. But, you know, I just couldn't answer you quickly because <laughs> it was a it's little. It a process. Yeah. It was a process. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> you know, out of it all, the biggest excitement of it all was two years ago when they said I fulfill that all That you could equ- do the whole thing. I was a winner. Right? I was a winner. Uh, the people liked me. Sponsors uh, were liked me. And uh, that made me more proud of being able to drive the car, yeah, that they really approved cool. my process. Yeah. It was that's crazy. Cool. Yeah. So what you been doing to get ready for this? How long has it been since you've been in, in a NASCAR car? Well, you know, my you, bro- have you run this year? Yeah. 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 You okay. know, my brother Mike, you know, had that triple bypass. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I drove yes. his number 26 JGL car at uh, Talladega. Yes. Running good. Got a hell of a wreck. <laughs> and so you asked what I've been doing. I've been racing every week, two and three times a week. So I'm in really good yeah, shape. Yeah, I know you're doing your dirt thing. But I'm running. Uh, you know, I am running just, you know, because me and myself talk to each other. It's like, okay, Kenny. What about I? I me, myself, and I. Yeah. There's three of us. Yeah. Yes, you're right. So uh, I'm running just for cardiovascular because my dirt races are, you know, maybe 50 laps long. So I've been running every day. And, you know, you feel your heart kick into another gear. It's going to be hot, you know, for that Xfinity race. So really, I've been running, you know, doing calisthenics. You know, I'm not into going to, you know, lifting weights and stuff like that. You got That's too much, having to drive to somebody's place to use their equipment. <laughs> so push-ups and set-ups and running, and I feel myself kicking into another gear. I had to actually stop running. I felt like running more. You know, I was, me and you are blessed. We're kind of born with these skinny Just, bodies. Yeah, this metabolism thing. Yeah, but but I think your heart needs it. So Yeah, definitely. I, so, yeah, I, I like I said, you know, I am in my 50s, so I got to – Got to train. Well, you got to feel good about your chances. That's just. I do. I mean, I do. to go out like that. That right? What better way to run your last race in a Joe Gibbs oh car? My gosh, it's insanely awesome. I told the team <laughs> I, I've been over there a couple times, and I and I, I walked in there, not like Kenny Wallace. I walked in there quiet, <laughs> and everybody, you know, started coming up to me. You know, it's funny. Everybody's from everywhere. You know. Yeah. The employees are from Wisconsin, and you know they're from you know New York, and they're all racers. And one by one, they all come up talking to me. And uh, I have to say, by the, the three days that I've spent over there, my gosh, they've done a beautiful job with my, my seat. I mean, there's not one thing that I can complain about. I mean, my seat, my gas pedal, my my, my mirror, I mean, everything's perfect. <laughs> I feel really good about it. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to go there to do, do business. I am not going there to celebrate my last race. Right. I'm going there to focus <laughs> 
and uh, and win that damn race. I, I really am. Are they on both sides? I think on uh, um, the Cup side and Xfinity, they are just the cream of the crop right now. I mean, they're just they got some stuff together, pretty much. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know, I know you go through that here. We it, go through that every weekend trying to beat them. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that strange? Because you know, you look at Joe Gibbs racing on the Cup side. I mean, I'm a Toyota guy. Yeah. You know, and and I go on national TV, you know, with our TV show, and I say, listen, I I I know that Kyle Busch is not the question mark, although I have I question their Cup team; they're too inconsistent. Yeah. And Kelly, a week or two later, man, I three don't, out of four races. I don't, yeah, but you know, look, they found something. Yeah, you know, I mean, I flat yeah. asked Kyle Busch on TV, what, where was the light switch? You know, and he quickly said, we found something. But collectively, it's all these other things too. Yeah. But it's very clear that they have found something. You don't go to you don't go to Kentucky, a mile and a half track, and then go to uh, you know Loudon, New Hampshire, you know a, a stop and go type track, yep. and then all their cars qualify in the top eight both weeks. Uh, they got yeah. something going right now. Yeah, you know we're working really hard here at Junior Motorsports because we'd like to be doing better. And um, we had that conversation, and everybody looks around. They're like, "Can can you just not fix it? What is it?" <laughs> I mean, if we could, yeah. we would. Right. And it's that kind of thing. I mean, you, you yeah. trip up on something while you're working so hard, and something comes out of what you're working on that just works. And uh, we're we're working on finding that. Yeah, but but, yeah, but, but that's you, how it happens. You have it all. And, you know, uh, on the cup side of Joe Gibbs Racing, they have it all. But, you know, it's what I tell my friends, you know. I always talk about going back to St. Louis. My my normal friends that are, don't know, you know, because they're not down here. Yeah. I'm like, listen, everybody down there has millions of dollars. They have the budget. They all have it. They just, how do you put it together? Yeah. So, you know, I go into Joe Gibbs Racing. I go into their Xfinity shop, and there's four full-time engineers sitting on their ass all day long at their computer, working. But, but around them, they, uh, you know, on the carpet in their room, they got a spring, and then they have rubbers, and then they have A-frames. So they have all these hard materials, and they're they're working with these, you know, computerized processes. You know, they don't have to be in a dirty garage. Right. Yeah. And they're they're finding these things out on these yeah. damn computers, and it's you know so it's they, crazy. They, it is crazy. All these algorithms and all that kind of stuff that they use to to figure it out. Well, that's going to be exciting to watch. I'm, I'm you excited. in Iowa, you'll be you'll Already. definitely be a I will, threat to win there. I will take a deep breath and use all the talent I have. <laughs> <laughs> that last little bit out. Let's see what else. Your nephew Matt. That was pretty cool. Starting his yes. first race, and then that makes Mike, Chrissy, and Matt to uh, first right. brother, father, yeah. daughter. Yeah, and Matt. Matt. Everybody's know, like, "Where'd Matt come from? What's yeah. Matt been doing?" <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you something. Matt is incredibly awesome. You would love him to death. He is the the neatest kid in every realm, and so. I went to New Smyrna during Speed Weeks to watch him. So our dirt racing got over on Tuesday up at Volusia. So Wednesday I went to go watch both my nephews, you know, yep. uh, Stephen yep, and Matt. And I'll be damned if Matt didn't win. And I told my brother Mike, you know, it's his boy. I said, holy crap, Mike. I mean, Matt can really drive. Matt is a hidden talent because he's so quiet. He's yeah. totally opposite of the Wallaces. <laughs> uh, just doesn't talk so I called Toyota right away because I know that uh, they're looking to fill a couple short track seats, mm -hmm. uh, you know, at Cowbush Motorsports. So Toyota, 
is looking for two young, talented drivers, and they're going to pay for their career, and they're going to run, you know, short track cars to run like you all do right. at, like, Hickory. And uh, I told David Wilson, Wilson, I said, man, I'm putting in a good word for my nephew, Matt. I said, he's the real deal, not because he's my relative. You need to watch him. And uh, I, know, I know it's self-serving, but, you, you know, so, yeah, Matt, Matt's the real That's deal. Cool. He's he's pretty incredible. Then, then last week he goes out to uh, Lebanon I forty four for this ten thousand dollar to win race. You know against John Hunter Nemechek and Daniel Hemrick and all these late mile guys. Matt runs second, almost wow. wins the damn thing. Awesome. But the problem is there's not enough promotions to tell yeah, the to world he did it. What's happening, right? So you got to self promote these days. Yeah. So I called Toyota again. I said, yeah. Hey, I'm just letting you know my yeah. my little nephew here. You know, he's um, yeah. you should take a look at him. So yeah, he's he's Very really cool. good. And he gets he's going to be is he going to be running again? Did I see? Uh, him? yep. He's at JGL, which is the car that my brother yeah. Mike was running. A very low budget team. They start and park, and. Uh, so it's sad in one right, way, yeah. but I mean, but, good for the opportunity to get in the seat. But yeah, yeah. That, that's all Matt's got. But realizing uh, that yeah. might not be the best foot he can get off on right. there. Yeah. What's the reaction to everybody saying that this is going to be your last race at Iowa? I I think that in reality they all go, holy crap! How old am I now? <laughs> if, if Kenny Wallace, we're taking a self look. We're looking in the mirror, going, oh crap. Well, you know, I did it with with Jeff Gordon. You know, and I, you know, me and your brother have talked. I mean. Holy crap, Dale Jr.'s 40? Yeah. I feel the same way. I, I just talked to Jeff's mom, Carol, on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I told her, this is the first person in my life that I've seen begin and end in their career. Yeah. Jeff Gordon. Right. And you take a look at that and go, wow. Right. You know, I mean, I've seen a lot of people retire, but I didn't see them start. Yeah. I, I am not by any manner, let me be clear. Uh, comparing myself. No, no, no. But yeah. I, I'm just saying this age thing. Yeah, yeah. The biggest yeah. reaction from everybody about me saying I'm retiring from driving a NASCAR race car is that why are you quitting? And I'm like, I'll be 52 August. Oh my God. <laughs> and then and then it's like, how old, how old are we all right mm -hmm. now? That that's been the biggest thing is that people. Uh, my God, it's just like yesterday. You've given everybody an opportunity to question our age. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if Kenny Wallace is retiring and, and Jeff Gordon's retiring yeah. and Dale Jr.'s 40, you know, and now all of a sudden we're looking at Christopher Bell and Bobby Pierce. and you That know, was some good stuff to see, wasn't it? Yeah, but, but, you know, we're in a new world order. There is, yeah. no, there is no doubt. You know, we thought the kids that were 23 were old, but now there's this 18- and 19-year-old bunch coming in. They, they, I've never seen this much talent lined up at the gate it's so young yeah we're at just such young ages yeah you're yeah. you're gonna have a tough job kelly yeah. at junior motorsports choosing between all these young drivers i mean you'll sort it out but yeah but you know you know what you used to think chase elliott was young well he's not right you know he's he's a, he's the old guy now because he's because <laughs> he's 19 <laughs> yeah i mean you got these guys that are just i mean well you you look at bobby pierce he he's 19 you you look at uh you know, uh, the other kid, you know, Christopher Bell, yeah, he's, he's 20. Yeah. Um, and then there's younger ones. You know, you look at Eric Jones. What is he, 12? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, that's that's yeah. the way, that's where these guys are right yeah. now. It's yeah. true. Crazy young. It is pretty crazy, pretty interesting. So nothing much is changing here in terms of uh, slowing down for your life pace because you haven't right. ran that much. Right. So you're still going to do your thing on dirt. Right. Well, you know, you bring up a good point. Uh, I didn't want to say I'm retiring yeah and uh 
because I haven't been running much. And I'll be we just can't figure out the right word. Jeff's mom and I were talking about that. We couldn't. We she said the R word, and I was like, well, you know, we need a word for it. Like, what can we say? Slowing down. <laughs> Slowing down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. You know, I'm always forthright, and I always make fun of myself. And uh, I thought I was retired. You know, but but the problem is, is I have a great sponsor in U.S. Cellular. They wanted me to run Iowa. Um, you know, I've run a couple Daytona Talladega races. You know, people are like, no, you're you're really good on the super speedways. Will you drive our car? So, you know, it forced me uh, to have some of these lower level teams quit calling me because lower level teams would call me. Yeah. I mean, they'd call me two weeks ago. Yeah. And actually, without going into deep conversation, that's what made me announce my retirement because that number 26, which is a really nice car, very clean, very clean, nice race cars. But even though they're a lower-level team, they asked me to run the July race at Daytona. Mm. And I said no right away. And I said, oh, my God, you know, I I got to say I'm retiring so people quit asking me to drive because they think <laughs> I'm still racing. They, they think you're still available. <laughs> yeah, and in my mind, I wasn't. So right. really, that's the reason. I mean, I was retired, but right. now I, I just had to make it official. Right. What's happening in the house world? Any closer to, to selling your North Carolina property there? Oh, man. We, we had a guy... I, I took that house and I, you know, we started at a million two, and then we went to nine ninety nine, and then now we're at eight ninety nine. Now eight hundred ninety nine thousand. That's a okay. Six thousand square foot home. The palm trees are healthy; they grow. <laughs> Beautiful swimming Beautiful pool. pool. Awesome garage. One hundred by fifty shop with a shop, nice apartment yeah, good in shop, it. Yep. I got friends from California, and New York. Like, oh my God, that's a two million dollar home here. So here's my problem. It's at eight ninety nine, but I've got these. I got these like, I call them used car salesmen. They come in. The last guy come in and go. I know. Uh, I know you want eight ninety nine. I'll give you seven ninety nine. And I'm like, really? No, I was at one point two, dude. <laughs> you're, you're you're offering me one hundred thousand dollars less. Yeah. I mean, you're insulting That's my intelligence. More than ten percent less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't you come at me? Maybe with twenty five. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm from Missouri. Ten thousand dollars is a big deal to me. <laughs> So he's crazy. And, yeah, and then I had, another, I had another guy offer me $200,000 less. I think what they do is they see that I've dropped the price yeah. twice. And I'm like, you're not fooling so me. You see how de- seeing if you're desperate right. or not, right? Yeah. yeah. Trying you to know, figure that out. You know, and, and uh, I'm no different than you. I don't need money. Yeah. Uh, my house is paid for. Yeah. I got a lot of money. And so you're not going to be stupid. I was just <laughs> trying to, f- I was trying to find the wheelhouse of what the, uh, the, the market would bear. Yeah. 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 You know, my, my house is in a, uh, what I call middle-class area. You know, I'm, I'm in the middle of Concord and that's just, that's just, you know, I, we're blue collar people. Your location is a, such a good location. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Right. I, I mean, you're, you're in the country, but you're so close yeah. to things like Concord Mills or going over to Concord or right. even to Charlotte. I mean, the price of my house is more expensive than the area. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where I'm in trouble. Yeah. So I'm so eight ninety nine is the price, and that's it. And uh, you there's know, somebody out there. Yeah, so there's somewhere yeah, somehow. Yeah. There's yeah. A, so that personal come That's the whole house story. I got I got used car salesmen trying to come in and offer me a hundred two hundred thousand dollar <laughs> less. I'm like y'all are nuts. You know, <laughs> go somewhere else. Oh gosh. So I, I know that you know you're you're still working for Fox, but I wanted to ask you what's been your thoughts on the NBC crew and yeah. and all because I think that um, I think that they've done a really nice job. You know what? Uh, and and I'll be honest on this. First of all, me and you live in this world. 
they're all my friends. I get, none of them are my enemies. I've never had a falling out with a, a damn one of them. Steve Letard is like me. Yeah. He's hyperactive. He talks fast. Uh, you know, Jeff Burton is the voice of reason. He's the Dale Jr., you know. Uh, and then Rick Allen, uh, you know, he's the voice. They hired him for that voice. Yeah. He's got that radio voice. Uh, you know, and, and to be very honest, you know, 99% of the crew are Fox Sports employees. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, you look at Chris Devota, Rutledge Wood, you know, they're all from Fox Sports. And, and I think they did the right thing because, you know, you got to have familiar faces. Now, I understand people getting, you know, long in the tooth and we know we need, we need fresh energy, but you can't go all new. Yeah. Because if you're all new, then it's not a good broadcast yeah. right away. It's going to take a while. So I think they've done a real good mix of bringing in the right people. Yeah. Your familiar faces, familiar voices. And, uh, I mean, there there are not there are network partner, and that that's one thing that uh, uh, I had to straighten out a couple people on social network that we like they think you're against each other. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, we are yeah. not. Yeah, you know, NBC talks to Fox. Yeah, our bosses talk to each yeah. other. We're almost we're not, but we're almost a team. Yeah, it, it, we have to be that yeah. way. Each of you have to have the best so that the whole thing comes out the best. Right. You know. Um, but, for the whole year for yeah. the sport. Right. And right. if NBC does it well and does a good job, then that helps Fox and Fox does it well and yeah. then it helps NBC. Yeah, I kind of I kind of <laughs> laugh because it, it, as soon as everybody gets done bitching and moaning about Fox, I'm like, hold on, hold on, here's NBC. <laughs> and then at the very end of the year, they'll, they'll get to bitching and moaning about NBC. I'm like, hold on, we'll be back. You know, yeah. These days, everybody bitches and moans about everything. You and me both. Oh, my gosh. We agree with each other on that. I am so over it. I know you feel that way, and, and, and I'm the same way. I feel identical to you. But... Um, once again, me, myself, and I said, how do I combat this? Yeah. So what I do now is if they're a little overload, if they cuss me, things like that, I don't need to put up with that. I just I just block them. Because, see, I'm not that type of person that likes to fight. I think it's easy to block people on Twitter that you don't know, and that's fine. Cause right. They, but Facebook for me yeah. is a little different because this is a group of 400 people that are my friends, you know. Right, right. Or, And I know them from somehow. I mean, I'm friends with your daughters on there yeah. or whatever else. And then that's 400 people with 200 varying opinions, and they got you shot. Isn't, like, ama- ah! is, isn't it amazing, though, if you follow my daughters, you know, because I'll watch my daughters just yeah. because I'm their dad, you know, and I still – I still rule the roost. I, I'm the leader. <laughs> they are such sweethearts. They are. My daughters never post nothing no. bad. And it leads me to believe, why do other people do that? I know. If my kids don't post mean and cuss people out and got all, you know, this negativity, why don't why don't my kids, why aren't my kids mean? And it, and it goes because I raised my kids t- to love people, to be nice. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're going to talk crap about people... Let's do it in the living room at the house <laughs> because we all make fun of each right, other. Right. You know, I mean, uh, we all poke fun at, yeah. you know, but but we do it with our own privacy. Yeah. Never do you go out on a public forum and trash people. And, uh, yeah, my my kids are awesome, man. I, are. I love my girls. And I think since the last time you got here, did was it Brandy that got married, I think? Brandy's getting married. Getting married. Okay, yeah. so she hadn't got married yet. January uh, 23rd. Okay, January. Downtown okay. Charlotte. It's going to be awesome. Nice. January 23rd. Yeah. Mine's, uh, my anniversary is the 22nd. 23rd is Carrie and Renee's anniversary. Oh, my January gosh. January 23rd. Yep. Well, we share it oh, a lot. Winter wedding. But, but getting back to social network. So my new philosophy there is I put the word out. I, I told everybody about this. 
I said, listen, I'm choking on negativity. I did it around. Oh, I know. I remember that. Remember I remember that? that. Yes, yes, yes. I said, I'm yes. done with y'all. Yes. yes. I'm going to tell you what, I'll, I'm going to stay on social network. But if you jack with me one time, I've had it You're up. I'm about, I'm about ready to throw up. You jack with me one time. And jack with me means cuss me. Yeah. If you MF me or this or that, if I can't say nothing on TV, if I can't say, hey, uh, Dale Jr. did a good job and you want to come and attack me because I said Dale Jr. did a good job and you MF me, you're gone. And uh, so now what I do is it depends the people that I jack with back. I'll, I'll say, you know, I feel sorry for you. You're a negative yeah, person. Yeah. I'll jack with them yeah, twice, and yeah. then if they cuss me, then I'll block them. They keep going, right. I try yes. to embarrass them into yeah. being nice. Right. But yeah. I'm with you. Just shame them into yeah, it. Yeah, shame. What the <laughs> hell's wrong with you, man? You know, you look at yourself in the mirror. I love to read responses like that. I think Jimmy Johnson was doing that like a week ago. Some of his responses to people were hilarious. You know, yeah. just... <laughs> It just makes you think, what kind of mother and father did yeah. they have? Come over here. You need a hug. Yes. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Jesus. Let me help you. Brutal. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Let's see what else we I got on my little thing. I like it about. that you write a list. I do the same thing. Yeah, well, I thought we would, you know, we talked about the retirement, and then I wanted to just get some thoughts on We talked about Jeff Gordon's retirement already a little. What do you think about him going to the broadcast booth? God, you Jeff. got a nice ring. Isn't it pretty? Your your man did a beautiful job. Let me tell you the story about my ring. Maybe that's the second time I told you that is a beautiful ring. And I and I, so I'll be brief in my story. But my husband took my mom to Hayes Jewelers. Good job, jeweler of choice. The legendary jeweler. The legendary. You know, he's a modified racer. So Hayes, you know Bruce. You know yeah. he he helps those guys. So uh, he took my mom and picked out just one diamond with a little bit of stuff on the sides ring and when he proposed that's the ring he gave me and I loved it of course I loved it you know got my engagement pictures made and we were going back to get a band made for it up to Hayes so I'm in the diamond room there at Hayes looking around I'm like oh my god this ring is every girl's dream this ring is so pretty well this ring that's on my finger is the ring that LW wanted to buy me but my mom said oh she will not like that that's too gaudy big too gaudy you know that (laughs) won't look good on her finger and so he comes over and he's like, you like that ring? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, get it out and try it on. So, you know, I didn't know the story yet. So I get it out and try it on. And Bruce, of course, you know, he's just so nice. And he's like, hey, if you want that ring, you just give me this ring back. You can have that ring. You know, of course, L.W. had to give him a little few more yeah, dollars. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So then L.W. tells me the whole story right there standing there. And he's like, I really wanted to get you that ring. But your mom thought that it would I be love too it. much. So it is, it's a, it's striking. And I didn't have to have a band or anything. So. That's awesome. It really is. This I wanted is to compliment you on that. Thank you know, you. when I look at I a like ring it. like that, I don't think what most people think. I don't think about money. I think about how much your man loves you. Because that's why I am with Kim. You yeah. know, my, I love my wife so much that uh, I'm going to drape her in jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's yeah. a good way to look at it. My therapist says, she says, Kelly, you know, sometimes you just. You know, I'm I'm quick to just go on the defense about whatever's whatever I'm talking about, you yeah. know. And she says, You gotta look at it differently. You know, when they said that, that was more of a compliment to you and you took it this way, you know. My wife same thing. My wife says that exact same thing. I'll say, Kim, people say the most stupid <laughs> to me. They they'll rough me up. And she goes, Kenny, they don't know what to say when they yeah, see you. Right. And so when some people are mean to me right away, I'm like, they just they don't know what to say yeah. to me. Yeah. 
you know, it's always, hey, I remember when you wrecked at Charlotte. I'm like, oh, but you don't remember when I was in, you know, <laughs> you don't remember that, that other good race, just the one I wrecked. I'm like, damn. It. <laughs> I, was, I was just around some people um, that I didn't know very well. And I heard this lady talking to another lady and she said they were trying to explain how they were related to each other. And they were cousins, extended cousins, you know. <laughs> and the lady, this older lady, she was talking to a girl about my age and she was older. And she said, oh, yeah, you know, I remember your mom. And, you know, oh, my gosh, your mom, she had so many boyfriends. Oh, nice. And I, thought, <laughs> I was like, oh, crap, you're just like, you're trying to figure out where you fit in the family. And you just told this yeah. poor girl, oh, your mom had so many boyfriends, you know. And, and my <laughs> wife, Kim, would say, Kenny, they don't know what to say. Well, and she followed it up with, you know, your mom was so beautiful. And so I thought, okay, well, okay. I guess a lot of men were attracted to her, you know. Good thing I didn't chew her butt <laughs> out right away. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like. That just wasn't the right thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're supposed to take that in a good way. So I, I was complimenting on your ring, and you were about ready to ask me a question. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I, we were just going over my little list here of things that are going on. Eldoria was just recently. Should the Xfinity yeah. or Cup cars go there? What did you think? What do you think about that? That's been you a know topic. what? Uh, As I was watching that race, I was trying to imagine it, it, them it, being there. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. Uh, this is fresh on my mind. So. Uh, I'm going to tell you what my boss, Steve Craddock, at, at Fox Sports. So Steve Craddock runs the uh, the Charlotte, North Carolina, NASCAR, Fox base. Okay. He's like the boss here, and okay. he's a big boss. But obviously the president of Fox Sports, Eric Shanks, and you know yep. all those people are out in L.A. Me and Steve were talking about my career. And he says, you know, I, I put you and Larry McReynolds together because you're totally opposites. You know, you're... You see the world totally different, and Larry Mack is all about stats. He's like the smart guy, and you're like the crazy guy. But he said one thing about Kenny Wallace, you know, and I'm like, okay, what's he going to say about me? He says, you're like you're like ice cream. It's really good. You just can't have it every, every <laughs> You can't have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because it's too much sugar. So that's the way I think about Eldora. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good You point. know, it, Eldora – Look, let me put it in perspective. When I talked to your dad, he grew up on dirt. And it, it's funny, dirt racing is kind of strange. All race car drivers, 99% of them, except for your brother, Junior, everybody ran dirt. Mm -hmm. Everybody. So they ran it, and they thought, oh, it's dirty. Oh, I'm NASCAR now. So they pushed the dirt away, but then they go, oh, dirt's where I started. I love dirt. Dirt is everybody's home. That's where most people started. They, I mean... A big percentage. I know there's yeah. a lot of late model yeah. stock guys around here. They Hick haven't Hick ever ran on dirt. Yeah, right? they're Hickory, you know, and, and, you know, this and that, South Boston. But most people started on dirt. And uh, I think that if they just keep it right now, you know, I talked to NASCAR. So I'll share some things they told me. They're waiting to see it if it fades. And their their magic number was five years. So when we come up on the fifth year, if it's still going strong, they might, and I say question might. mark, they <laughs> might attempt it somewhere else. But if, you know, you know the way f how fickle people are. Yeah. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's too windy. I it's, got dirty. It, I, it's this. It's that. You know, uh, uh, oh, I was going to go, but it's too hot. Oh, I was going to go, but it's too cold. What do you want? You want it a perfect breeze? You want it 80 degree so that's the way dirt racing that's is that's what steve says sunshine and 80 yeah right, <laughs> <Steve> right? <laughs> so that's sunshine the way and 80. that's the way dirt is leave it alone i'm gonna tell you what that was a 
crazy standout crowd. I mean, it's yeah, it's still packed. It's still a good show. But I say right now, man, just leave it alone. And I like let it be unique. Let it be special. Let that excitement about it, it stay stick. Yep. And you know what? I, I I brag on you and your brother. Your 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 two are very smart. You were raised awesome. And your brother said it perfect. And I don't mind quoting him. He said, he said these exact words. He said, NASCAR races too much. He said they need to be like the NFL. He said this quote about five, eight years mm-hmm. ago. Man, when he said it, I thought, this is, that is beautiful. The problem with NASCAR is they think more is better. And your brother said, the NFL plays so little that when it's over, it leaves you wanting mm-hmm. for more. Mm-hmm. So we need to leave Eldor alone and make you want, want it more. more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't give us too much. Yeah, got it. All right, so these are just some random things. And if we don't want to talk politics, you don't have to. But what do you yeah. think about Donald Trump running for president? Well, I'm going to have to go ahead and say that okay. I liked Donald Trump's page on Facebook because I find it interesting, entertaining, and I want to know what he's saying because yeah, it's just interesting. Right. I'm going to answer you honest. Okay. But let me give you a disclaimer. The last time I talked about the u- the union, uh-huh. they, were, they, called, they were on strike at, at – Twinkies, I put some on my Facebook. Oh gosh! That they, sh- you know, Christmas is coming up. They shouldn't be striking right now. You know, they sh- <laughs> and man, them people ate me alive. Yeah. Well, people eat you alive. We talk about politics, religion, and right? Women. Well, so I'm gonna tell you what. This is my only time. I'm gonna say it right here. I'm gonna take exactly the way I feel. I is Donald Trump over the top? Yes, but so am I. Right. Kenny Wallace is loud. He's obnoxious. I know that. But it's because I don't think people hear me. Right. My wife says, why do you repeat yourself? I'm like, because you don't hear me. You're not listening, damn it. I repeat myself. I raise my voice. Listen to me. I'm the third child. I seek attention. <laughs> That's Donald Trump. I like Donald Trump. Is he overbearing? Hell yes. Does he make mistakes? Hell yes. And I'm going to tell you what. The Republican Party is underestimating him. Yeah. The, the the Republican Party has put themselves in a bubble. I've been to Washington, D.C. I have uh, done a lot. I have walked the Senate hallways. It's a small town up there, and it's underground. They never see daylight. They, I don't think they've ever got sun. I don't think they get sun on their bodies. <laughs> you know, I've had to go up there and, uh, you know, do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So my, pro- my problem with... Uh, any political people with any agendas is they're not in reality. Right. They don't, they, they, they think they know. Well, and that's what a lot of people are saying about Trump is that he's a business person. He's he normal. Is, he's not right. Right. And I think some of the things he says, while I, I can understand it's just taken so way out of context. What about it? There's a backstory oh. to whatever he said, you know, and well, he you, just, know you, you know what? He says it's so blunt to get people's attention. I'm, I'm going to say this right here. And I hope somebody <laughs> excerpts the clip and they replay it in front of the whole world <laughs> because you got a good audience here. I'm not a me. I'm not a journalist. Okay. I'm what they call, you know, an analyst. You know, I, I just talk about things. I'm not in the media. I, they say I am, but I'm not. You're not trying to put a headline out there. No. <laughs> they screwed Donald Trump so bad because I seen the real ep- excerpt when he talked about John McCain. Mm-hmm. He talked good about him, and then somebody provoked him and tried to argue with him. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then he just said what Chris Rock said as a comedian. Chris Rock was acting <laughs> silly, and he <laughs> says, uh, you know, John, first of all, John McCain is a hero. He's a war hero. Yeah. But but they took that clip mm-hmm. And and I looked at my wife and I said, "Oh my God, they cut that clip out." 
The same, the same when he talked about rapists and this and that. He taught, he did this whole deal, but then they chose to use the word his one small yeah. area. Yeah. But well, they choose that for the headline piece of it and to get the views and the clicks right. through social media. And then you know, on social media, people don't take the time to read the story. Like you see the little clip the little stories that people share. And then if you go into the comments, they'll be commenting about something that was in the story. It's like, read the story. You didn't read the story. Why the hell are you commenting? Hey, you know? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I was going to, I was going to vote uh, for Hillary and I'm not even a Republican or, you know, I, 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 I favor Republicans because uh, people work for me and it pisses me off when people want, give me, give me. Yeah. And Democrats give me, yeah. you know, they, yeah. they want, they want your money. Start a business. Give me all your money. I'm like, you start your own damn business. <laughs> and see how much money you and got to give. And see how much money you got left. So, so Democrats, they want you to give them all your money. And they're just mean and negative all the time. I'm, I, I'm more of a Republican because uh, I employ people. I'm a leader. And uh, I pay a lot of taxes. Hell, I own the school I live next to. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I know. Is your I, name in there somewhere on a should, little marker? <laughs> it should be. You know, when I was knocking down big cup money, you know, yeah. I paid massive taxes. And I don't mind doing it. So uh, I was going to vote for Hillary because I thought she was the only one that has seen it all. Right. That's my reason. When you look across all the candidates. Yes. Exactly. At the time. I understand that. I said, I'm going to vote for Hillary because she's seen it all. She knows about defending the United States. You know, her husband was good with money. I mean, I'm not naive. I'm yeah. sure they're going to talk. And, and he's going to yeah. say this about finances, you know, and, and she's going to, you know. Yeah, he's going to offer her two cent, his he, two cents. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they both seen the movie before. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, once again, I'm not naive. I don't think, well, I know that if uh, Trump was to get in the presidency, there would be moments, but he would be presidential. He would, he would, you know, calm down. You know, right now he's he's doing what they've done in the past. Yeah, they're arguing, putting it all out there. They're yeah. putting it all yeah. out there. Yeah, and so I, I'm going to vote for Trump, and I'm going to tell you what they're they they're going to underestimate themselves, and that man's going to win the presidency. Um, and you know, it, it, it's like they said when, uh, you know, when, when Japan bombed Pearl Harbor. Japan herself said this. Uh-oh, we woke up the sleeping giant. Don't poke the sleeping giant. And that Trump, yeah. you know, I mean, call him what you want. Call him a clown, call him this. But I'm going to tell you what, he's way smarter than them people. Yeah. You got somebody making $20,000 a year calling him a clown. Yeah. Who's the clown? Right. This man's a billionaire <laughs> over and over. Right. And so what he's robust and so much he's gregarious and runs his mouth. So was my brother Rusty. You know, he did pretty well, didn't he? He done pretty well. You know, so you know, that's the Your way perspective. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, you really got my blood boiling. Oh gosh. Now I can you don't even have to go running. Your heart no. rate's already up. I've already helped you no, out. Be, you know, because you are my therapist. I want. I've been wanting to talk politics. We're in therapy room here. No. You know, just because I like somebody doesn't mean I like everything. Right. No, no. And that's the problem. I was going to bring that up. You know, I read something that someone posted, you know, what happened to, uh, you know, if you don't like this, just don't pay attention to it. If you don't like that, don't eat it or don't. Now, take Trump, for example. You know, NBC's got to shun him or NASCAR's got to shun him or whoever. Why? Why? Like, why? Why does everybody have to take a stance one way or the the other? other. Oh, can't you, you like you said? Can't you like some things, like these that, things, a little bit in the middle? Yes, you know? I, 
I like Donald Trump because I'm tired of the used car salesmen that we've had. They're like a little country club, these these people, and they act all stiff. And, you know, the, the Republican Party has got, you know, the com- comedians make fun of the Republican Party. They're like, oh, the white stiff people. <laughs> you know, he, he is not white no, and stiff. He's, he, Come well, on, let's go. He might be white, but he's not stiff. Yeah, he ain't stiff. Trump? He ain't stiff. No, yeah, not Trump. Yeah, no. not stiff. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, good stuff. Really good stuff. It's been good. You need to get anything else off your chest? Well, (laughs) you know, I I would just like to say that we are all the same. And and that I would encourage people to understand that just because somebody likes this flavor ice cream doesn't mean you should hate them. So let's say I like butter pecan. Well, if you don't like butter pecan, that doesn't mean you should hate me. No, don't go. He's a jerk. He likes right. he likes butter pecan. Yeah. And you know we're never going to. Your gonna brain tra- must be warped. Yeah, what's like wrong with pecan. you? You like butter pecan. <laughs> and and I would just encourage people that you know the. I'll tell you one thing. Social networking did it brought out what people really think. Mm-hmm. And, and I would just encourage people to not not dislike one uh, somebody. Don't don't yeah. dislike Dale Jr. because his dad was Dale Sr. You think he could help it? <laughs> you know, people hate me because my brother's Rusty Wallace. <laughs> what the hell do you want me to do? Hey, Mom, don't have me. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, can you put him up for adoption? Yeah, don't, don't hate don't hate Jimmy Johnson because yeah. he wins. Hey, how dare you win? D- Is stop, that what you want people to do? Stop right. that. Yeah. Stop yeah. the madness of hating people because they do something that you don't like. Yep. And I say, too, judging what you don't know right i mean that is so big oh my god i mean that is so big i talked to a group of women not too long ago executive group and i that i left with that i was just like you know people just need to love people because i i, sh- I just shared my story and of my life and what people perceive my story to be or my relationship with my dad or anything else is different for me yeah and it's not I, I read that right and i said you know that that's the thing is just love people and don't judge people and well, you, get know, more, you know, get you get to know people. You've changed you know? me in so many ways. I, I read that, and uh, you know, I was guilty of that. Uh, you know, I was so hardcore in my cup career, and my wife told me she says, "Kenny, those girls are going to grow up before you know it. You better spend time with them. They're going to be out of this house before you know it." And although I love my girls with everything I got, I was so focused on my career. You said I love my father with everything, but but it, you know he wasn't all loving all over me and everything. Yeah. And it made me think of myself, you know. And unfortunately, fathers are that way. You know, fathers are. You know, I especially mean, in that era. That, oh, that's a, that's, you know, we had you no know, money. Yeah, we that, we were. Oh my God, I I, yeah. I got my baby Kelly. I got to feed her. I got to make sure she has a roof. You know, and so yeah. you're you're driving for your life. Yeah. You know, you're not thinking about, oh, I need to go to Six Flags with Kelly and and, and love her. (laughs) Right. And so after I read that, what you said about your dad, I thought, oh, my God, oh, my God. So, you know, I'm right away. I I texted all of my girls on a group text. I said, I love you girls a lot. (laughs) I love to see that stuff on social media with you guys. You made me do that when I read that about because I was guilty of that. Yeah, I think that was just a picture you guys put up. Somebody put up yeah. that said, family isn't something, it's everything. Yeah, like, uh, uh, I think Br- so Brittany One of the it. girls put it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I pay attention to everything you say, and I think yeah. we all kind of share. But I think, you know, just going back to five minutes ago, you said, do I have anything more to say? And I, I think that's really <laughs> the, you know, one last thing. Me and Felix got in a war of words, me and Felix Sabatis, and I call him Ricky Ricardo. And it goes back to what you saying, things you don't know. 
Well, my dear friend Jenna Fryer said, oh, my God, you're racist. You just call him Ricky Ricardo. So I go to Richmond, and me and Felix are talking. And I looked at Jenna. I said, Jenna, you called me a racist because I called Felix Ricky Ricardo. Did you know that's his nickname? And do you know that his daughter Mimi and his sons, do you know we all call him Ricky Ricardo? She just stared at me. And I said, now you know. Right. It's what you don't know. Right. You know, I love Felix Sabatis. I told Felix, I said, Felix, I said, I've known you for that. that You firing me happened 20 (laughs) years ago. You know what I mean? I don't hold any grudge. You define me. I am you. Yeah, it was part of your experience. You made me a different, you made me save money. Because when you fired me, I'm like, oh, crap. I don't, I don't. You made me save money. Yeah, you made me save money. So, so I, I told everybody the truth just now and uh, don't, don't draw judgment right away. You're exactly right because, uh, you know, Jenna Fryer is a friend of mine, but I had. If you don't draw judgment right away, it'll help with your point. You'll learn later. Well, yeah. And then you won't hate people for whatever the hell. I'm glad I didn't say that because I didn't know. Yeah. I had to tell yeah. Jenna Fryer that his that's his that's his family nickname because <laughs> because he goes crazy you know yeah. <laughs> like me, uh, so Ricky Ricardo was just yeah. his nickname and, and Jenna just stared at me, and her eyes got real big, yeah. and, and so you are so right. It Don't is. L- give people a break. Take a breath. Mm-hmm. Don't jump on every word they say. Yeah. Figure out why did they say that. Yep. Good stuff. Well, there is your therapy session for the week, folks. I feel so good. Fastlane family. You're going to be able just to get out there and get after it in Iowa, aren't you? I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dick, Dick Trickle always said, you can't be 100%. That's too much. You want to be about 90. That, I said, well, yeah, you leave a little out there. Yeah, so <laughs> so I, um, I've got everything off my chest. I'm ready to win Iowa. Yep. It's that little, it's that 10%. How much do I owe you? <laughs> well, you know, do you have insurance? Yeah, right. <laughs> we could talk about Obamacare. Yeah, yeah, usually, usually, usually takes insurance sixty days to get your check. In the meanwhile, you're going to go. Well, hungry. I tell you, I'll just—it'll probably be better for me if I just give you a cash price, and I don't have to go out through that rigmarole with insurance. So I'll let you know. How about that? Do you want to turn this in insurance? Hell no. Yeah. Well, you can't because they'll raise your price. Right. Like, Damn it! Like if you put this through insurance, this will cost you uh, one hundred and twenty-five dollars. But if we don't go the insurance route, you can just hand me $25. Right. <laughs> $100 worth of processing crap. It's like you got a speeding ticket, <laughs> yeah. but if you pay if you pay the court, it won't go on your record. I'm like, yeah. what in the hell is going on <laughs> here? Then why did you give me why this ticket to begin with? <laughs> How about I just give you $100? Oh, gosh. All right. You're going to have to come back because it's obvious that we have more to talk about. We need more. When you need a session, come on over. Yep. Call and us. And I, don't I, I don't like make me have to call you. This has been awesome. I hope the listeners have enjoyed, once again, uh, my guest and Kenny and We'll get you back on here sometime soon. See you next year. Good luck in Iowa. Thank you. It's time now for our tip of the week brought to you by Wella Professionals. This week, why not create something fun, stylish, and simple? Keeping with the summer weather, here is a fun style that takes just a few minutes to do. First, make sure you have an elastic hairband because you will use this to roll up your hair to create your style. Start off with the Wella Brilliance Shampoo and Conditioner to help maintain your color-treated hair. After shampooing, you're going to use the Wella Extra Volume Mousse, about four quarters worth, the size of a quarter, and that's going to help create volume and a little texture. Lightly spray some Wella Thermal Image to help protect your hair during the blow-dry process. Be sure you comb through your hair so that you evenly distribute the product throughout your hair. Once your hair is blow-dried, take your elastic hairband and roll inwards from the back and side. 
This will help to create a halo look with your hair. Lightly spray your hair with the Well Estate Essential Finishing Spray and then feel free to pull out the little pieces that help create some texture. You can purchase these or any Wella Professionals product at any of your 782 Ulta stores nationwide or purchase online at Ulta.com. All right, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Fast Lane Family and always we will be back next week. Fast Lane Family has been brought to you by Wella Professional Hair Care, multi-sensorial hair care products that you will see, touch, and sense the difference from your very first wash. Hair care needs from fine to normal to color to coarse, Wella's got you covered. Wella Professional Hair Care products are available at over 780 Ulta stores nationwide. Visit Ulta.com to find the store nearest you. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 